I'm going to call this the Rory story. Rory story. So met up with this dude and uh, he was telling me about black iron or black iron, black powder shooting. Black, okay. So he had his black powder rifle and he was telling me how great it was, you know, to make a shot, connect a shot at like 300 yards, mm -hmm. holding off the plate, you know, 24 inch plate, you know, he's holding three feet right, three feet up. And he does this pose, like, I'm going to do the pose for you. Can okay. you describe it? Yeah, okay. okay. You ready? So I have the gun and the correct, you know, in the firing hand, the yeah, right Yeah, so he's hand. got this big old, like, ghetto lean. He's got his butt leaning and his leg out. Oh, I gotcha. Right? That's, so I don't know he's how... He's really what exaggerating is What it? is this move? Yeah, that's the super exaggeration. So the... Uh, Hang on, I go lower. It's just the so back there. foot supporting yeah. all the weight and everything... Right? Yeah, he's leaning way back to try to get his elbow on his hips, but at the same time, you're too tall, so your elbows can't get right. on your so hips. Right, so he's it's doing completely this. awkward, right? Yes. But he's like seven feet tall, and he's showing this to me. Okay. So we get to talking a little bit, and he, he uh, tells me his name is Rory. Rory. And I said, spell that for me. He goes, R-O-R-Y. R, -O -R, -Y. R mm -hmm. as in Rory. Mm-hmm. O, as in Ori. R, as in Rory again, and Y, as in yesterday. So I'm typing this up, and mm -hmm. I'm trying not to laugh, and I'm just, you know, like the, the normal, you know, phonetics have just escaped everything. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, from now on. R is for Rory. Well, mm -hmm. R is for Rory, but I've also come up with some other uh phonetic alphabet words right so i'm making up a whole new phonetic alphabet and if you guys come up with some words once you see what i'm kind of trying to do you know post them in the comments but we're going to go with a as in aisle like mm -hmm. a walkway yes aisle right but shouldn't gonna, that be i <laughs> it starts with a so then we're going to go what g. if it's aisle end like aisle we're going to go g as in gnome okay right <laughs> p as in pterodactyl oh, nice and H as in honor. <laughs> so if you guys have some good ones, post them up in the comments. This is Mike from Mile High Shooting. And Frank from Sniper's High. And welcome back to the Everyday Sniper. Sorry I've been absent. Uh, for, a little. For, Our volume's a little peaking. We're good. Dang, like a, I've been gone for like a month. I want to do a special shout out to Staff Sergeant Keenan and his students, past, present, and future at the Army Sniper course. I had the luxury of talking to him for about an hour Oh man, this is probably about a month ago when I had talked to you about it. Okay. Um, that was the ones who called asking us to simplify the wind. Yeah, and <laughs> um, and it wasn't. It, it, he gave me his story and his background and everything, and um, they went out to the range and they tried our wind formula. Not so much a formula, but like the mile per hour. They yeah, tried the mile to... per hour to relate it to mills, and once they related the mills to miles per hour. He was having people on target, no problem, 1,000 yards, boom, boom, boom. And everybody was like, dude, what are you doing? Um, so he called me up, and he's like, hey, man, I want to talk to you about this wind thing. And I said, uh, is there any validity to it? And he was like, yeah, it fucking works. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there you go. They got a dude they pay 80 grand to teach him. Right? He but hasn't sorted here's that the, Here's the, hold on. Hey, the dogs, dogs are fighting. So, um so to to simplify it though and that was the thing and like we talked some about the bc because like the bc method came up of mm -hmm. course right because that's kind of what it's based off of but um just to you know simplify this even a little bit more for you guys is a bc is your starting point period right there are so many bullets that are out there that they're using in all these different wildcat cartridges now that they're getting the um, you know extra mile per hour. Right, off you got to look at there's if you go on the hide, the guys have actually nailed it down because there's not just a miles per uh, foot per second component like 200 feet per second puts you into the next miles per hour. Right. Well, there's also it's 2,000 foot density altitude. Mm -hmm. If you move up and down 2,000 feet, you're adding or subtracting a miles per hour. So if you go up 2,000 feet, add a mile. So if you have a six mile an hour gun, it's now a seven. If you're up at 2,000 feet above sea level, more. Meeting less resistance. Right. If you go down, you subtract a mile per hour. Right, because so it's if, meeting more resistance. Right, so here we're at 5,000 feet above sea level. If we go down where I went to Texas, DA's 2,000, I lost 3,000 feet. My six mile an hour gun becomes a five mile an hour gun. I was about gun. to say it was probably somewhere four and a half to yes. five. Yes, and so that's the other component to this that we hadn't mentioned on here. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's posted on the hide 
we've br we've broken it down into some pretty big threads that really really lay out this wind method in detail beyond what you and I have talked about sure and there's just there's a lot of aspects to it but the the thing that you have to do is go out and test it for yourself. You have to test it for that gun. Well, well like BCs, and, and a good example that somebody brought up is because we're using the Hornaday app. Right. And Hornaday uses form factor. They don't use the BC. But if you go to Hornaday's website now, they're taking all those Doppler numbers and they're giving you three BCs. They give you a 2.5 Mach, a 2.0 Mach, and then a 1.5 Mach BC. That we're looking at that 800 yard range so you would take that 2.0 mock and use that miles per hour where you can go on their site and get this information because their bc is balanced to 800 yards unless it says otherwise where the other people's bcs i'm getting attacked by the dogs right, get um, out of here, I'm, I'm getting um where the other bcs are 300 yard average why people say they're fake why people say they're a marketing scheme, why people say all the negative stuff about BCs they say is because that's a 300-yard average. We shoot farther now. We want that 800-yard average, so you have to true that BC for your rifle system at that distance. And to go back to more Hornaday, they have shown us that not just twist rate, but uh, lands and groove modeling, whether it's a 5R, 5P, whatever the case may be, that has a factor. The twist rate has a factor. Muzzle powder has a factor. Changes all these numbers. So you have to really look at... Let's pause this for a second. Let's get these guys out of here. <laughs> so what they're doing is taking this average and they're pushing it out further. So you have to do that. You, t you have the average on the box. You still have to tweak it. And we had a guy that had a tweak for his rifle the other day. Pretty significant. It was, instead of like a, five, a .58, he had to go to, or I think it was like a .61. He had to change it to like a .59. You know, so he thought it was too big of a swing. It is what it is. Your rifle, your setup, your shooting is going to matter. You want to true that BC to you. And just so guys know, the lab radar don't work. It's too short. They think they can shoot it at 100 and get the number on the lab radar, and that'll give them a new BC. That doesn't work. has to be out farther. You need drop. You can do it from drop and use like a JBM where it says, you know, at 800 yards, it's this, and your, your muzzle velocity is going to be about that. If you line everything up, you can get a pretty good number with it. But you have to do it for your rifle, your system, in, in order to fix that number and it's your, a starting and your point. caliber because yes. these guys are trying to take these you know calibers from these uh or these uh these bullets with the bc at that caliber like a 30 cal or something like that and we'll call it a 5 bc a 5 something bc and then they're sticking it in a heavily charged case yeah so that's going to change you're looking at you know jumping from five to seven to eight to nine in some places, mm -hmm. you know? So you just really have to understand what your caliber is, what's your uh, feet per second, miles yeah. per hour. If, if, you're, if you're up on muzzle velocity, you're gonna add a miles per hour. If you're up on your density altitude, you're gonna add a miles per hour. If you're down on any of that, I gotta talk quieter, I'm pinning my meter. Um, Everybody's like adjusting their yeah, volume. Yeah, adjusting their volume, it's me. And I even have mine down and muffled. Let me see if I can get it down lower. Like you have it on the inside of your shirt. Well, yeah. Mike's a soft talker yeah. and I'm a loud I gotta talker. have mine on the outside, his is on the inside. But um, yeah, so that that's the thing is, um, you, you, you know, you have to look at all your variables because we're changing all those variables and then scope tracking. There's guys that are doing that right. and have this number and they say, okay, my 800 yard dope is 5.8 mils. And really they should be like 5.6 or 5.5, but their scope's not tracking right. So now they put the number in for 5.8 and they're messing with their BC. It's, right. it's gonna screw you up. Your zero, look at your true range zero, look at your scope calibration, all that stuff's gonna play into. Something's playing bigger than others, but at the same time, the farther you shoot, the more it's going to have a, a, um, an effect. 
So yeah, I think that's just, uh, it's really cool. And this is just scraping the surface. You know, we've talked about it in episode after episode after episode, but it's something that it's not the way of doing business. It's a way of doing business. And it's a way that uh, Frank and I have found, you know, looking at the numbers and looking at our data and looking at, you know, students' data going, you know, this is the method that works best for us. And hey, if it works best for the Army Sniper School, then so be it, guys. Jump in there. Kill some more bad guys on us. Have a good time. Exactly. You know I mean, saying? that's the thing is it's we're trying to simplify it in a way that's the least amount of words to get the point across in the best possible way. With communication, right, right from your spotter to your shooter, but also laying down behind the gun and feeling confident that you can make a first-round impact. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's and, all about that confidence. And that's that what confidence. you're going for. Exactly. And, and, and I talked about that in, the, in the, just the last episode I did with the LE side of things is – you know, giving them a training program that has a 600-yard headshot in it is a confidence booster. Mm-hmm. It's not to say they're going to do it. It's to say I they're can. They're capable. Yes, I they, can do it, yeah. and now I have a confidence and what booster. Was, yeah, and what was the data of the day? What was, you know, the conditions of the day? So that you know right. that on this kind of day, I can make this kind of shot. Mm-hmm. On this kind of day, I'm not going to chance it. And, and for the military, and to go back to my stuff on the military, I never talk about the military side. Oh, we're going to get into some military yeah, yeah, stuff. We're gonna, we're I, gonna, got, I got some plans, man. I got some questions for you. I, I, and I got answers for that, too. But the, the, the thing is, what you want to look at, what you're doing here, and to go to the guys that are at school, the mantra that we worked with coming up, and this is after I got out, it's more of a rifles only and the combat and, and all what's going on and teaching all the guys out there is you want to own... 600 meters mm-hmm. doesn't matter the position the conditions or the, the the target you know within that minute kind of that that headshot so take a 600 meter headshot you want to own everything from 600 meters and in because that's your personal danger space yeah that's danger space that's where your your artillery and everything stops for you guys where your your danger space that's where their max effective can be back at you to where their accuracy becomes a question. You know, so you want to be able to... Because, yeah, when you think about it, 600 meters for us is a chip shot. You for, know, for matches and for, stuff, for, yeah, you yeah, think about that it. is like the prime target area that we are typically shooting anywhere between 400 right. and 800. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, do the math on that. That's 600 yards. 600 yards is a chip shot. You should be making those shots all day long that's where you make your money right right but if you can own a grid square great you know then more power to you but don't take unnecessary risks take the shots that you can take and make exactly so owning that space in in your front your battlefield whatever that gives you thing they call battle space now. yeah your battle space right and and if you own that battle space there to 600 meters you, you, you've got command of everything because beyond that, then you have no problem with artillery and different bombs that they're going to drop affecting you. On top of that, you're limiting, hopefully, their effective range. The yeah. far, you push them out with those AKs. You know, unless they're like half canyon and they can just run up on your yeah, position. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of the guys that, when they had the Chechnyans that came in, you know, and the guys that... But, you know, when you look at like the SVDs and the, and the crappy equipment, unless they have like recovered equipment... Mm-hmm. 600 meters is right on their edge of where they're max effective. Oh, where we would say like, oh, this is an 800 meter gun, like an M40. Take yeah, a 762 by 39 right. was not made for precision There's shooting. that part, but even their 54s, their accuracy starts to fall off hardcore around after 600. Where we'll look at our stuff and say our 308s are good to 800 meters. Theirs are closer to that 600 meter zone. So if you own all that, there's no way they're going to get near you. Now, like I said, things are changing, and, and you had talked about wanting to talk about changes. Um, things do change. Equipment gets better, you know, um, and so that will push out farther because we're pushing out farther. Right. We're, we're testing the limits of everything. On the civilian side, we are testing the limits of everything that we can, taking the smallest thing possible and shooting it as far as possible. Yep accurately right and that's you know the precision and the accuracy of it and a lot of that is bleeding over to the military side now it's kind of it's an ebb and flow of events Mm -hmm. you know where it was um 
Let's, do, ELR, let's save it for history. ELR, let's save yeah. it for history. Yeah, you want to do the hit. The, yeah, but there's we'll do ELR history, guns, but... you know what I mean, out there now. We're pushing the limits to that 2,500 meters becoming more uh, accurate. And I've talked about this with some of the other guys. So we can see, you know, the different competitions that are ELR, that they're getting a lot more hits at 2,500. Well, they're shooting to 4,000, 6,000, but 2,500 is becoming doable more often. Mm -hmm. That's just getting better. Right. So, you know, we shoot 1,000 yards and 600 becomes easier. The we more shoot. you do it, the luckier you get. Yeah. There it you, is. you do 1,500 meters and 1,000 gets easier. You do 2,000 and a mile gets easier. Mm -hmm. You know, all those different things, and, and that affects the other side as well as our side. You know, I try to, I try to block some of that stuff, but it's out there, man. You know, I, I'll get accounts from countries that aren't quite friendly to us. I'll try to come on the hide, and I block them. Yeah. You know, and ah, you're not good. You know, they'll try to sign up. But that doesn't mean they can't go out and find this stuff on the net. That doesn't mean they're not sharing information in the same way and pushing the envelopes in the exact same way we are. So you have to understand where you're operating. We have a different motivation level, though. Yeah, we do. When it we're, comes we're, to that. We're, we're gun people. Yeah. We're a gun culture. So. so what do you think of that Glock? This Glock is pretty hot, man. I, I, it's nice. So I took a Glock 34. Mm-hmm. Let's get off the precision rifle yeah, stuff for a, for a second. second. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I like shooting pistol. And a lot of guys that I've seen in this sport are not huge pistol shooters, but I came from pistol shooting into precision rifle. So I finally got myself a Glock 34. I said I was going to do it for a long time. I got a Gen 5. So I got an older one. It didn't have the serrations. And you'll know in the newer ones, they have the serrations all the way up front where mm -hmm. the muzzle's at. Yep. I had our machinist cut serrations right in front of the ejection port for a press check. And to also get a hold of uh, get a hold of gun when you're just you know uh, mm -hmm. emptying it out and everything. So then uh, the the slide cut was already in it with the. Uh, it needs to extend. It. Oh, it'll cover the words. Yeah. No, I just want it like that. It looks pretty for me. Yeah. I can look, get my no, thumb and my good. forefinger on there. Um, and then I sent the frame down to Danger Close Armament in Centennial, Colorado, and for 150 bucks they stippled the brain stippling on there. And then undercut the trigger guard so you can get your hand further up on the thing. And look yep. how clean that looks. It looks That's factory. That's actually really smooth. <laughs> it looks factory. Yeah, that undercut, he did a really nice job on it. And it feels really good. So those guys are going to be costing me a lot of money, man. I got about four or five more Glocks I need to send to them. But they did a really good job. I'm super happy with it. Yeah, that feels really good, that undercut. I like um, Glocks and Sigs, man. I'm a Glock and Sig. Yeah, you know, um, we were out shooting. Um, we were doing some, some mentoring. Mm -hmm. with young Noah. Noah. Yep. And um, we were doing some pistol stuff and he's a rocking pistol shooter. He didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, he's that. got some good habits. And yeah. um, we were out there shooting. They shoot 10 millimeter, don't they? Because uh, he, he reloads ooh, I it. I think so, yeah. I think he reloads it. Um, and we were shooting, I had, a, I had a 1911 out there and it was just so cold that this thing did not want to function run. at all whatsoever. Grabbed a Glock, started shooting it, never had a problem. So I, I've put a lot of uh, stock and money into Glock, and I think it's uh, I think it's there. Even though a lot of people are like, oh, it's tactical Tupperware. Yeah, combat Tupperware, man. You, you know what? I'll tell you what, man. Every time I pick that thing up and shoot it, it goes. And, and I rarely clean my pistols. like Because you don't have to clean the Glock mm -hmm. that often. I rarely clean it, but guess what? Every time I pull the trigger, it's there for me. I have my first-gen original. It's beat the hell up. The, the magwell is all broken and everything. Mm-hmm. 1991 Glock 19. Straight up, it's like three serial number 003. 371 <laughs> is the serial number. Three-digit serial number. Right. And it's a Glock 19 from 91. If you saw this thing, it's destroyed. I don't even know how many rounds it's got through it, but that's the one that I've had from forever. When it first, when the 19s first came out, I bought the first ones and... Uh, I still have it, use it, and like I said, this is all, the magwell is it's like a saw blade. It's all cracked and broken. Yeah. Because it, 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 all the mags and the things hitting it, doing that, it's all busted up. So it looks like a, a, a saw blade. That's funny. Yeah. So uh, in the last month, I w I've been able to get up to our big box store that I was telling you about, getting, mm -hmm. getting spur into a big box store. Shields All Sport is picking up all lines of spur. So now you can go into a big box store and you're getting a mile high spur through shield. Right. Yeah. So you're. Uh, it's a spur so spur, but it's spur, from us. Yeah, but it's from us because we're the U.S. distributor. 
So it's a it's a pretty big deal for Mile High, pretty big deal for Spur and getting into those stores. So we we're getting into about especially at a premium product. When yeah. you look at it, that's a high end product. Well, and here's the thing, man. So going in there and doing training with these guys, um, I was able to see what scopes they're using, what mounts they're using, and which guns they're putting them on. Mm -hmm. And being able to do that and explain to them, okay, you know the differences between the mounts. You could see all the light bulbs turning on. We had this, you know, the store, you know, board member, owner, you know, like they all, mm -hmm. they're all owned by like 20 or 30 people or whatever, or, you know, across the board, they're employee and owned or something yeah, like that. So one of the guys who was on the board was there and then like a bunch of the store managers were in there and you could just see these lights coming on. You know, every time I go, okay, well, this is why they did this specific thing. This is why they have one recoil lug on the mount. This is why you torque it to these specs. And this is why it, um, or this is how you level it in the mount. And this is how you level it with separate rings. And you can see these guys like, just like, oh my God, I can't believe it can be that easy and that mm -hmm. accurate and precise where they're running, you know, brand X rings. They're running a lot of uh, vortex stuff. Did they do, does he do the, the separate ring in the 36 yet or no? The two-piece ring. In the 36, I haven't seen them. Then yet. I got to do the cantilever for that one. Yeah. I got to change that one out to a cantilever. The, the ZCO? Yeah. Yep. And the, for me, and on the JP chassis, it needs a cantilever. So Is we it, just got some JP chassis in. The, the Arca Swiss was out of spec. Yeah. So I don't know if they're pushing they those too it. hard. They already, they? I sent mine back. They, they're fixing it. They already okay. showed me all the new fixes. Okay, they, so those they, well, are those gonna are going to be good it. to go around too. Paint it. It, it's only like a, a few thousand off. Cerakote will fix it, but they're redoing it um, on their end. I talked to them the other day. Uh, I've actually spent days, and mine's already been taken apart, put back in in the box, and sent back to JP. It's already in their hand. So they said I was the, the they it they had people testing it, mm -hmm. and it got past everybody. Because I don't think a lot of them were using. They weren't throwing it into an Arca Swiss. And, well, no, because here's the problem. There's no they, they. No standard. There's no standard in Arca Swiss is wrong. The word Arca Swiss yeah, is really wrong. right stuff, stuff dovetail. Got it. But yeah. the Arca Swiss does not have a standard. So if you buy a plate off of Amazon that's Arca Swiss, it could be different than a plate from. From like, Vortex. And the, yes. the things that I've seen too, and that's, and that's you're absolutely right because it's the way that they're angled down. They, well, come, the, they look the, kind of like a triangle. Yes, that and spec then, is off as well. Yep, that spec is off, but then, then the also, width is off. yeah, the width. And because of the width, it's not because it's a sharp edge, it's because it's a it's a squared off edge. Right, and it's supposed to be And it rounded. won't fit into the actual, yeah, right. and it won't fit into the actual I posted mount. on Sniper's Hide the actual really right stuff spec and blueprint that you could go into the gunsmithing section on Sniper's Hide and you can see really right stuff spec because part of the problem is guys were going on Amazon, they were ordering an Arca Swiss plate that might be a Chinese $6 plate measuring it and building it into the gun. And it's a different spec because there is no spec for Arca. There is a spec for really right stuff, which differs from Arca Swiss. And that's what's really made them successful in a way with, uh, you know, standardizing their equipment that way. Right. Instead of going, okay, well, you can buy any old thing off of Amazon and it'll work really? with our stuff. I, I, found a, uh, I, found a, um, I found a photograph of blog sites, two of them, that were complaining about the lack of standard for Arca Swiss. And they had one guy, I guess, almost broke a camera because it was out of spec and didn't mount right. And they were saying how there's no Arca spec, but really right stuff's contribution on the radius, the angle, and the width was to standardize it. Right. But if everybody's looking up Arca and copying that, they're missing the standard that we're trying to use. Well, it's kind of your own damn fault if you decide that you're gonna get a $6 plate for your $2,000 spotting scope. Well, there's that, but you I'm know. just saying that if you if you for guys who are making this stuff have marine um, you know machine CNC will travel, but uh, JP's fixing it. It's all set, and and they're actually I talked with them about modifying it and doing something a little bit different, and then putting a stop in there, uh, like Sawtooth has a stop up front where they put the stainless steel. 
um, screw up front so your bipod won't go. Yeah, HRD's got one of those too. They got one on either end. On either end, right? Yep. So you're gonna. So we talked about doing that. We talked about so that it, it's getting it, and, and they're gonna go in and fix. But what they're doing with mine, I think I told them they're gonna spray it uh, with Cerakote, and that'll build it up because there's. If you look at this, it'll build it up to a point, though, man. I'm I'm kind of a well, expert in Cerakote. Wrong. Right, the angle's wrong, mm -hmm. but the 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 buildup will make it so it'll bite on there and it won't slide. It'll bite on there and it won't slide for a time because if you don't, yeah, but if, then how over right? Yeah, if you over time, you're going to clamp it down, take it off, clamp it down, take it off, clamp it down, mm -hmm. take it off, and then the the, the next solution is to it, overspray it's only it like again. Like fifteen thousandths that they mess and mine is on the lower end it's only about 15 thousandths that they're off um it's not a lot but it's just enough because the chassis were anodized and not cerakoted so the spec is undersized for coatings mm. but when they didn't do the thicker coating when they didn't do the coating it, it it changed it because if you look at the actual spec it'll show you it'll say like to it 0.456 instead of 0.50 they're doing that for that coating. So mine is is like a instead of that 0. 0.4 uh whatever, it, it was like 0. 0.483 or something is where mine was, or 8.5. So that's where they're gonna take care of it. But yeah, they didn't wanna um but uh yeah, they didn't wanna uh, you know, get it too long and I talked to them, so it's all good. They they they're on it. Um I got you guys some I got you guys a discount code. Uh-oh, discount uh -oh. code. So summer's coming up pretty rapid, and um, there's going to probably be some grilling going on. So go on to Hammer Forge. These guys are out of Canada. Sean Bevins, he used to work at Kadex. Yeah, he's a Kadex guy. Yeah. He's a Scottish our Kadexes here. Mm -hmm. And a uh, good friend of mine. We, uh, we would pass notes back and forth on Facebook about shot groups and stuff. He still owes me a steak dinner. This is no bullshit. Okay. He still owes me an Adam a steak dinner because he had his Kadex and he said, I'm doing a shot group at 900 yards. And then he posted a picture of a plate and it had like 50 shots on it. And I was like, where's your shot group? So then he sends me a picture of his hands around like the corners. The yeah, yeah, like yeah. like five of them that are pretty close to each other, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, come on, man. And he said, well, I, I want to see you guys do better. So we went out with our AIs and took a five-shot group at 900 yards, mm -hmm. and it was, you know, less than the size of a dollar bill. It was like half the size of a dollar bill. And he goes, yeah, that's not true. You know, it's just picture, you know. So, And then uh, he agreed to buy a steak dinner. And then he never showed, he quit KDEX, never showed up at SHOT Show, and he totally flaked on me. Yeah. So now this is an opportunity to get him back. If you call him up, mention the Everyday Sniper, tell him Mike and Frank sent you. We want a steak. Where's our yeah, steak? One, we want our steak, and two, he needs to give you a 10% discount. Okay. So he'll Where, give it to you. Ha Hammer Forge. H-A-M-R-F-O-R-G-E. The Hammer Forge came from the Alaskan class, because Sean was talking with Mark up there all the time, and we kept mentioning Hammer Forge fundamentals. He well, stole that from the Alaskan class. Well, now he's got some Hammer Forge. They're, they're like steampunky. Yeah, they're actually like, really they're cool. They're super I see cool to look I, at, I see him on, um, on Facebook. He yeah. makes a really cool uh, grill. He makes a fire pit, a grill, a smoker. He They actually, the reason I talked to him is because there was a guy in the Springs that had ordered one of his smokers, mm -hmm. but he wouldn't be, he wasn't able to be home to sign for it. So he's like, hey, can I send it to you guys? And you guys just hold it in your warehouse for him? That's not something we normally do. Don't get any ideas. But we were like, yeah, sure, you know, Sean, whatever. We can, we, you know, we'll get you taken care of, man. And, uh, and then we just got to talking about all this stuff. And he's doing really well up there, and he's having a good time. And, dude, that guy just, he just, he just likes cooking, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. He's got so, all cool pictures of, like, brisket and oh, stuff dude. on his Facebook page. And those things, I think it's called The Beast. It's making me hungry now. It is called The Beast. Yeah. And yeah that thing is, I can go for barbecue right now. BA. So moving on, moving on. Where uh, so? What else you got? Where else? Because you've been MIA for yeah, a while. man. I'm just trying to catch up. I'm thinking about going call us. But go back to um, go back to young Noah there, because you went out. We didn't talk too far about mentoring the young kids and stuff. Um, there that, was some. Young... I got a whole episode written up. For oh, that, do you have? Yeah, okay, do. we can do that one after then um, if you want. I, I do want to talk about mentoring because I think that's important, and everybody, you know, the always the question of. You know, what's the future of long range? What's the future of precision rifle? And I'm just kind of introducing it right now. The idea of it 
is everybody's talking about equipment, everybody's talking about winning matches, and everybody's talking about you know X, Y, Z, when they're not talking about taking care of the other shooters that are getting into this sport and actually mentoring them. Mentoring is the future of precision rifle, period. Yeah, there, there, there was kids at Rifles Only last week when I was down there, or two weeks ago now. Um, a young girl who's a next up and comer. She's really well. I think she's 14. She was a hammer. Uh, then there was a young kid right around 11, 12 that was there shooting, and he was a hammer. Um, and I know Jacob was mentoring like the young girl, and she's been shooting the club match. And he that's where he I think he mentioned it. It might have been in the lost episode. I don't remember or not. But um, how she top 10 the club match down there. So her dad builds yeah, guns. She, yeah, he did talk about okay, that. Okay, yep. her dad builds guns, and so, you know, he's got her spun up something. A lot of guys are going with the Six Creed more down there. That was the most prevalent round. I like Sixes. I'm gonna, I got that cave. Speaking of Kadex, I'm going to be shooting that Six Creed more in the sheep uh, uh, dog action. I like that action a lot, actually. Did you get one? Yeah, I have one at the house. It's, I need to see it. It's, we, it's, dude, I waited two years to see one of those things. Yeah, it's Unbelievable. pretty badass. Uh, but... And in, 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 it's in the cool color, but that's six Creedmoor. I found my box of six five Creedmoor one forty sevens that I left at the house the other day. I went in there and I went, "Oh, here it is." Oh, hello. It was. It was. So yeah, you. you didn't, I don't foot. think you said anything about that on the podcast. You came home. And you're like, I cannot fucking believe. Oh, I did happened. mention in my a, my after action. Oh, one, did you? Okay. I, I brought six Creedmoor and not six five Creedmoor ammo, so I had to switch between Prime and Hornaday. Because I didn't bring it like up. Like shooting the six creed, you're like, man, this is way off. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't put it in. I didn't feed it. Didn't feed I didn't bought the box. I, when I looked there at the are box, people that do that. It just bounces no, down the barrel. Yeah, no, what I did is I when I looked in my car, I had three boxes of ammo. Two of them were six creed more. One of them was a open box of six five. Which was like half shot. Yeah, well, it was only two boxes were missing. <laughs> but... um. It was enough where I was going to be short shooting the same rounds because right. it was a 200 rounds uh, match. And so I had to supplement it with Prime. Guys, Prime is not the, the backwater status. I've talked with Jim. That's getting resolved, but that's a Ruag versus Jim. They're not out of stock. They're in a we're not shipping battle with Ruag. It's a long... If you go on Sniper's Hide, there's a lot of discussion about it, but it's it's kind of a... There, there's there's a behind the scenes component that I can't mention too much, but there's a behind the scenes component and there's a U.S. kind of military component to it that's caused some of the how this came out of nowhere part in um, it's getting resolved. Unfortunately, it's gone into the lawyer zone and slow. So no lawyer. Oh yeah. So you know that shit stops right, right there. So it's what's like, happened is breaks the, on. The, the the lawyers want their money, and they'll drag it out in mediation and all that. Where it should have been solved that shot show, but by the time they got to shot show, the lawyers got involved and it became an impasse. So now they're kind of moving into the next direction with that. Um, but it's coming. It's getting fixed. And then you're you're probably going to see prime expand their offerings i hope so because they, well, they everybody are, everybody's talking, talking, talking about prime everybody's talking about prime and then you got people who are like man prime's too hot oh prime doesn't ship prime doesn't do business with the prime's doing this prime's doing well, that they and won't then, ship i mean to the states. like i don't i don't know if i've the heard New York's more in california you can't well get shit them. dude that's because nobody can but People don't get that though. They yeah, think it's, you cannot just ship it. You have to ship to an FFL. I see people bitching all the time that it's not the manufacturer's fault. It's your state. Yeah, but um, understand that there's restrictions on these guys. When people bitch that I can't get this ammo and why they won't sell it to you is a big time state liability thing. And what I've heard just in the last, I want to say six months, I haven't heard anything good about Prime, and I hope they turn that around and get this stuff flowing Dude, me, again. Well, it's been, you know, it started in November, the battle, but Prime is fine. As far as ammo goes, I use Prime religiously, and it right. works. Right, and you're a, you're a big Prime, you yeah. know, uh, but the, you know the, the, crower. The battle started in November. Um, October, November-ish is when they put the brakes on it. And because I was actually in the hide was part of it because they were going to sell off the remaining warehouse stock. And they sold it off at a discount to the hide because they didn't want to ship it from Vegas to Tennessee. 
They moved the warehouse to Tennessee. And so they said, everything in Vegas, we're going to discount. Well, Ruag got involved and originally tried to make it lower than like it was being sold to Prime for. So there was a big battle with that because, like I said, there's, there's, a, there's a military component to this that is... It's- all I'm saying is People if they don't dollar signs. if they don't get this shit fixed soon, yeah, is no. where it was the same thing with uh, when Burger Bullets moved. Yeah, everybody was like, "Oh, and, Detax," and, and you know all these other bullets that are out there that are actually good. It doesn't have to be Burger. You're, you're you going to see Prime working with the likes of like a Hornaday's and the likes of a Lapua Burger and those guys. The base will become widened out for them, and it won't be because they may even end up not solving Ruag's issue, but that doesn't mean as long you can go to you go to Hornaday, they will make your ammo. Right? That's how Gardner does all his stuff. They will make it. All you gotta do is pay your bills. So there's that whole thing, but they have to get past a certain point with Ruag to determine what's gonna go on before they can commit to say having it built by Hornaday. Well, I hope they do it soon because other people are going to get hooked on stuff and yeah, they're okay. not going to go well, back I'm already to it. Yeah. shooting. I'm running out and I'm already shooting um, Hornaday. Yeah. You know, because I'm out of the prime. You know, I just have some 308, some 338 and 22 left. I don't have a, a lot of anything else. And, and that's just part of it. But Jim, when Jim's ready, he's going to come on the podcast. I've already talked to him a bunch. Okay. Um, he's going to come on and explain where they're going, what's going on. But just understand... There's a lot of movement happening. It's just not a lot that can be reported. So in So be patient. Yeah, be until until the last signature is written, can they announce what they're doing? Put it that way. So be patient. If you're a big Prime fan, wait it out. Yeah. Basically. Or just go just, Hornaday. Yeah. I mean you're gonna find same results with the Hornaday and you're gonna get the good results with and I mean, then, if you've got the money to with spend, Hornaday. you can do Lapua. I like shooting the Lapua. And what Federal now has all the... Uh, Federal look, does really has well. Has Burger yep, with the has Burger Bullets and everything. Sixes, six fives. Uh, 260, do all the stuff. They're so you, doing you all that go stuff. go to Federal. And I'm telling you, like, I've shot... So, <clears throat> in my six mil, I had, I had to change lots. Yeah. And Hornady was... At the time, a little inconsistent when it came to yeah, lots but when the of first the six couple mil. lots that came out, it was a little weird. So, Federal had their six mil, and then I tried another six mil. I can't remember what it is, but between the two, I had probably six cases out at the range with me because I needed to get dope for one of them. But I needed one of them to shoot really well for me, and mm-hmm. I didn't know going from lot to lot what Which was going to happen. Work. And I shot all three of them just to see what they would do, and they all performed, you know, with three eighths, you know, half inch. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess it doesn't matter what I shoot now. Which one has the better brass? You know what I mean? Like, because well, the guys it's all that, the same. honestly, yeah, they, Federal's their six five brass is made by Hornaday. Yeah. So if that's the case, then I don't care because I don't pick up brass anyways. Exactly. I just do it for Paul because mm-hmm. he he's like, hey, what are you doing with that brass? As long as you're not overdoing you it, and if you it anneal it, you're fine. Yeah. I mean, that, that that whole brass is not good. Is is like these are guys who want their 25 reloadings out of it. It's like, dude, give it a break. Go get another freaking bunch of brass after. Yeah. You know, if you're if you're trying to squeeze 25 reloadings out of your brass, it's like at what point is it self? You know, are you doing more work than it's worth? Since I'm talking on the subject of off of Precision Rifle, I'm just catching you up in my yeah, life. Yeah, we're getting caught up in Mike's world. Welcome Dollar, to Mike's world. Dollar Shave Club. Dollar Shave Club. Did you do that? You did Fuck it, didn't you? Yeah, dude. So it's so much more than shaving. It's a treat yourself kind of like package that you get one package a month. Hold up. Just mm-hmm. listen. I see you throwing your hands up. Yeah. And I think you can benefit from this. So you get a package a month, you mm-hmm. get to choose what you want, and if you don't want it, you can say, I don't want it this month, right? So they're not just trying to smoke you, like, you know, 50 bucks here, 20 bucks yeah, here, Yeah, you got to jump through hoops to do, I'm not a subscription, nope. no. No, nope. there's no hoops to jump through, man. You can turn, if you, don't you can quit whenever month, you want. If you don't want it this month, how do you do it? What if you I don't just go on to, You go onto your box and you say, I don't want, I, I want this and I don't want this. Okay. And you can say, order this once, and then you, it won't order it again, and then your box will be empty until you fill it up. Okay. So anyways... I know you don't need this, but shampoo, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Body wash, mm-hmm. hair paste. Look at this, do. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, face cleanser. 
Yep. Dude, it's like the total pamper yourself man package. Okay. Plus they got one wipe Charlie's for the bathroom. Nice. Yeah, so you can throw those down next to each toilet. There's like 40 of them. They're like baby wipes, but they're all like yeah, yeah. disposable. You know, you can actually flush them and everything. Okay. So, you know, good field stuff for you. But do you take a do you take I'm, the I'm hair dryer you. like in Deadpool? Are you like <clears throat> that whole conversation about how toilet paper is a, a myth? Do you ever seen like in uh -uh. Deadpool? You got well, to watch. Is it Deadpool this. two? Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, Deadpool two, but you got to watch the super duper version of it because they extend the, the uncut version. Yes, the uncut, the uncircumcised version. Because they extend the conversation about wiping your butt, and they go into hyper detail, and they talk about the uh, the, the the wet naps, and then they talk about. If you really want to give yourself a little bit of extra, the hair dryer. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm like all about pamper yourself. At this. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, I can't tell you like, okay, so my morale is usually pretty high. Okay. I'm a pretty genuinely happy guy. I'm, you know, quick with a joke. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a good time at everything I pretty much do. There's not a time where I get really mad about something. When I do get mad about something, I'll let you know and I'll be extremely calm about it. But in the morning, when I take a shower now and I use like the five different products that I got in there for mm -hmm. myself, like, so now there's like 20 cause my wife has like 10 of them, you know? Yep, yep. So I'm like, okay, so I got these for myself. I use them for myself. The bathroom smells good. I smell good. I feel rejuvenated. Life is good. My morale increased by like 10 points just really? off of that. Wow. So now when everybody talks to me on the phone, just think about it in the last month, if you talked to me last year and you're just like, Hey, see, he's kind of down. But now, when you talk to me, what, what, dude, is, I'm in it, the is, zone. It, is it the hair cream? Is it the shaving? I'm or is you, it the butt wipe? Dude, it is. What's making it you, is the combination of, of the three. all of them? It's the combination of the three, but it's also the, fla it, the face it, cleanser because it's like is a manly it 30 smell. Thirty percent your butt, thirty percent your get, face, and thirty like, percent your head. You know how like you can get like razor bumps on your neck or like a rash or something sure. if you're not using. You know, they got a spray for that. Done. Nice. Okay. Life's but I good. mean, I could go to Costco and I can get like my Gillette Fusion packs that'll last for me like a year. For like $34 yeah, but it lasts for me four. No, I get the pack at Costco and you get 20. That's a year. Dude, that's like a hundred bucks though. No, it's not. It's like 48 Dude, the, or something. The, the pack of razors that you get with this thing is like $4 or yeah, something Yeah, but so like is that, it when you go to Costco and get the $9 and you get four of them. Dude, I bought one pack. I use one a week, dude. My shit is so fucking, I, obviously not this How morning. How do you do one a week? You don't you get to throw away a one a week. Those laser, razors last freaking a month, man, no. the Gillette Fusions. Dude, I shave my head with them and I don't have a problem. Probably because you have soft hair. No, I have Dude, my shit's like Mexican coarse, well, So is mine. It's like Italian coarse. I got black friggin' coarse hair. I you don't even have hair. Yes, I do on my face and my head. But you don't shave your face. Well, I you shave, shave my your, head yeah, every you... time I get in the shower. Every shower I take, I shave my head. You got soft hair is what it comes no, down it to. No, it doesn't because I do it in the shower and I know you how to do it. You ever been to a Ducks Unlimited dinner? No. I went to one last night. Did you? Why? Uh, I was invited because I helped out a friend and he said, hey, I get I the email you. from him and it annoys me. He said, uh, you know, I want to thank you for helping me out. Let's go to this Ducks Unlimited thing and maybe we can win some shit. Mm -hmm. That shit is rigged, dude. Northern mm -hmm. Colorado, Ducks Unlimited is rigged. I'm telling everybody. Really? You better not say that loud. They'll get you for libel or slander. Go ahead. That was Mike, not Frank. Yeah. <laughs> that was Mike Minchaka. So, the, dude, there was... <laughs> There was a girl there that won a, uh, a raffle. They were giving out multiple raffles for this one thing, mm -hmm. right? And she's like, oh, I won. She gets up and they're like, all right, cool. And then she goes over and starts getting her prize. Well, then they call out another number. And it was her again. And she's still standing up there and she's like, hey, that's me again. And, he, and then he said her name and I was like, how does he know her name? He was like, oh, did you win it again, Megan? And I was like, whoa, you shouldn't have done that, dude, mm -hmm. right? And then he calls out another number, and guess who had that ticket? Megan had three. Megan had three in a row, and Megan, because everybody was like started kind of like, you know, there was like some grumbling going on, and like somebody's like, rigged, you know, and they're and you know, just kind of, the there's a, they're they're starting to get out a little out of control because there's free booze everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know. So she's like, oh, and then like an awkward, hey, 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 hey I'm going to donate this one. And then she like threw it away and she was like, just pick another one. And then when they were doing, there was a guy in a black Harley shirt and he must have won probably like half of the guns that were there. Really? 
So he was a biker dude, and he was probably like extorting them. Right. That's what I'm saying. The shit was rigged, mm-hmm. man. Maybe she's got like secret sex tapes on them. Something. I, I got I got accused yesterday of telepathic rape. Whoa. Yeah, I know that's pretty serious because I was making from a friend. No, yeah, like a buddy of mine. Okay, like good. That I, <laughs> I was um, gonna say because you might actually go to jail for some shit. Yeah, like that. Yeah, well, that's that what is. he was saying. I could get in trouble because I was talking about Captain Marvel and Brie Larson and stuff, and he's like, "She'll get you for telepathic rape, dude." Oh, because of her superpower. No, because I haven't seen it yet. Because she was in like a tight leather outfit, and, and you're like, easy oh, on the shit. eye, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, dude, you're telepathically you're like, raping dang, you've been doing squats? What's up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, you can go to jail for that. So, if you go, like, if nobody's home and you go... Sleep, We're like barracks lawyers, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Total barracks lawyers. So, yeah, the, the Ducks Unlimited, it was fun. Like, I had What'd a, you have for dinner? Um, this vegetarian... I'm just kidding. It was like a brisket with, like, with a mustard sauce. And then okay. there was a chicken thing with a gravy sauce. And then there was like uh, some green beans or something. Of course, I ate all around the green beans. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm good. How about some bread pudding? You know, and I got down on some of that. But um, the drinks were good. Um, they had... It was funny. We were joking because like we bought a like $50 raffle ticket. And you can have anything on this big tarp. Like they had the... You know the graphic it's up like with you all the. It's like you bought a ticket for like the, the one stand. of these yes. things, you okay. know, and you can choose whatever you want. And I'm looking at all these guns, and I'm like, shotgun, shotgun, shitty bolt gun, shotgun, shotgun, Ruger precision rifle, Traeger. I want the Traeger. If I win this, I'm getting a Traeger. What's a Traeger? I don't even. <laughs> the know Traeger that. grill, the smoker. Oh, the grills. That's what I'm saying. Thinking gun. I'm like, what gun is You're that? Like, What's that? Yeah. So I was like, a I'm grill. either getting, okay. a, I'm either getting the Traeger or I'm getting the chainsaw because my unruly neighbors. Over here, there's st- there's shit starting to grow over, over my fence. Ch- yeah, yeah, I'm not doing. I'm not dealing with that for another ten years, Frank. Chainsaw, man. Yeah, I'm not doing it. So it was either the chainsaw or the Traeger. If I would have won, but I didn't mm-hmm. win, so now I got to go to uh, Home Depot and buy a chainsaw and in a grill in a grill and get to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So what 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 else on our cleanup episode do you have that we have to clean up? We're we're coming to the end of our hour there, but yeah, I got about 15 minutes. I can talk about this. I want to. Okay. I've been I've been looking hard at Collis, dude. Uh, yeah, but you've been shooting the cows, haven't you, or you switched over? I haven't switched over yet. Okay. I've been looking hard at it. I've been looking back and forth trying to get that funding up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, looking at the differences between that and other scopes right now, and we're lucky because we're in that kind of position where we can see, see them as they come in or try, you know, look at new things or look at stuff. But there's certain things that I always look for in a scope that you you know other people may or may not look for is like first thing is first you know first appearance when i pick it up does it feel cheap yeah there's that right but you're in the three grand zone so you're not you're not gonna you're splitting a bit of hairs if you ask me right like being in the mic mic is all messing up um if you're in the three grand zone Aren't you kind of splitting hairs between whether you like the Collis better than the Night Force, better than the Zero Compromise, better than the... No. No. I, I don't think, think so. splitting hairs, man. I don't think so. Uh, well, as far as quality of the scope, you know it's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So what I like, one, is the left side windage. Yep. That was my idea. I know. And I really like that. And I was like, hey, I know who, I know who thought mm-hmm. of this. But having the parallax on top and one movement of the elevation and the parallax right there. And then I've, I've seen the parallax is just a touch more forgiving than other scopes that are out there. So like you set it to 100, you're at 100, but you can kind of move it down and move it up a little bit mm-hmm. more. And you're still focused in at 100. It's not as, you know, like sensitive, I guess you could say. Right. So you well, can they get, it. You can get really rough. The original you know. Collis had the, I think it was no clicks and then clicks now how do, is it my they don't have clicks they okay then it yeah. was clicks and no click i couldn't remember what order they did it but the first ones were like you 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 clicked into your yard lines and then they went smooth and then super they changed, smooth right and, it's, and so it, it's 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 a good deal um i like that the scope key is in the scope what key? So in order to zero out your turrets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's actually in the uh, in the illumination box. So you can unscrew the illumination where the battery goes. Mm-hmm. There's a freaking, uh, there's tool a tool in, in there. Gotcha. So you got it right there with it. Stays with the scope, doesn't leave the scope nice. or anything that's like something. that. I think people need to get into the tools a little bit. We get so many people come to class and don't have the tools for their stuff. Yep. You need a tool kit, man. Get a tool kit. 
and put your stuff in there for your scopes and your tools. You should have a, 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 like a Borker Fix-It Stick Torque uh, Limiter in there for your action, 65 to 72 inch pounds. You need a 15 to 21 for part of your rings. Mm -hmm. Then you need a, a like a 45 for the side to 55. And make sure you have the right torque bits. Yes, that's what 15s I mean the and 20s, you know. Yeah, 10s, uh, 15s, and ha 20s. Having and a torque limiter, having the torque bits. Um, I went down to, I think it was either Lowe's or Home Depot, and I spent $2 on the extended bits mm -hmm. um, because they're easier to get out of the magnetic uh, yes. deal. So if you get the really short ones, you can't get them out of those, uh, you know, whether right, it's fixed sticks or even Borka or something like that. They're tough to get out because it's, you know, Too it's short. made to stay in there. Yeah. So if you get the longer ones that kind of have like a little neck on them or something like that, you get two of them for like five bucks, dude. Just spend, just spend five bucks on it. And then you need your Allens and your different stuff so you can mm -hmm. work on it. It's not a lot. I mean, Fix-It Sticks comes out of the bicycling industry. Mm -hmm. It was, they make tools that went under that little, you know, triangle pad seat that sticks up your butt. It's like the friggin' um, the thong of yeah, bicycle the, seats. Yeah. You know, and fits, the teaback. The teaback <laughs> of bicycle seats, the whale's tail. It's meant to go under that seat. That's how small they are. I thought they just pulled it out of their unitard yeah they do that too but i mean fix it sticks comes from bicycling so everything's made small it's well thought light. out to be yeah. small compact lightweight so that you can make room for other stuff yes so anyways put the them tool, in your the tools yeah the tools in the scope um the positive clicks the uh I, I was reading up more on the glass because they changed it from they had the the 6 to 24 generation they had two generations of that mm -hmm. which one of them didn't work out really well or three generations yeah. well, you know and they kept they improved it from there but now they're using the swaro glass and the five to 25 mm -hmm. and it is super bright super clear like yeah you match it up and that's like when you're looking at it you know uh, you know head to head with something that is in that dollar range right there is a little bit of a difference. There's not much, but all the features and ergonomics, the fast, the rapid adjust iBox on it, all that stuff is like coming into play because when, you know, with what I'm using now, I'm rotating, you know, the iBox back and forth. I have to rip my back cap off because it rotates with the scope, yeah, with, with the, the eyepiece. Right, yeah, with right. the eyepiece. Um, I never put my back caps on. And I like, I actually like the bikini caps because what I do, is you put your bikini caps on, right? The, the ones that nobody likes. And then up front, in front of the saddle, you take 550 cord and you wrap it and tape it. And then when you pull the bikini caps off, you just lay them to the side on the left side of the rifle and they stay and they yeah, don't move. True. And now none of that stuff is in your way. You don't have a front or back cap. And then when kind you- Kind of like to, what I do with that spotting scope up there. Exactly, you do it like that and then you put it on and then it just lays there, and that's kind of how I've always done my, my Schmidt bikini caps in the past, is that they were tied up front. And I've actually seen guys do some really fancy uh, 550-core tie jobs on scopes. Mm -hmm. So I've seen some where they, they, they make them almost like those old, uh, what were they, EK? What were they, like when I was in, they had the old stabby knives with the 550-cord. Um, PK, EK, fighters or something, I don't remember. Yeah, they're really... Uh... It's just like some kind of like little fucking fancy bayonet kind of deal. Yeah, it was, yeah. and it had a 550 cord handle on yeah. it. Yeah. It was some kind of fighter. But anyway, yeah, that's what I like with my bikini caps. But Anyways. No, I, 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 I'm a Collis fan. I like them. I think they're good. You got to be careful, Frank. You can't. I can't say that. No. No, I didn't say that out loud. I'm I can a, say it because I'm a fan of I'm not getting paid by anybody. At any given moment. <laughs> I'm just getting paid by my job, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but what it comes down to is. Um, I, I want to try something different. I've been sitting behind the same scope for the last two years, and I want to see something else. You know, okay. like yeah, well, that's a good way of saying it. You know, and, and it's time to for me to kind of move forward. Mm -hmm. Like I've been I've been running that Tremor three for a long time, and I am super familiar with how to use it. And I've had I don't know how you guys suffer that thing. It, I'm kind of getting there. You know, like I don't need the crutch of everything that's in it, mm -hmm. and. I want something that is less busy. I, I'm telling you, when I was shooting that Valkyrie, Waylon had the tremor on there, and we had a holdover. We were shooting the Valkyrie way too far in, in the whole thing. 
So I'm, I, I got it. I'm holding over. I got plenty of time. I'm shooting ELR with this damn thing. But the bullet's so friggin' small. Can't see shit. Can't see shit. So what I'm yeah. doing is I'm shooting. I'm looking through the scope. And then I'm moving the friggin' sight picture all the way to the side mm -hmm. to get away from the reticle so I could see. Because I luckily I got time of flight. I'm glad you brought that up is because... I wasn't looking at the 5 to 25 Collis. I'm looking at the 3 to 18. Yeah, I like the 3 to 18. I'm, I'm thinking of going that That's That's where I'm at because right now, powered up all the way on a tremor or even powered down, power down because, because I'm You only get I'm 8 shooting, mils, right? Yeah. Power on full power. Yeah. About 8 or so. Eight, yeah, 8 to 9. And when I power down, I'm shooting on 15 anyways. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that thing is just, you know, it's a grid right in front of me. It makes it real dark. And I'm just like, uh, I think I've gotten to that point where I'm just like, you know what? I've done it. I understand it. I get it. I can explain it's it really, really well. It's a good training tool, but once you get it, you don't want it. You don't need it anymore. Yeah. And once, yeah, once you figure it all out, then you you're know, done. You're it's done. Like, I don't need this like, junk anymore. I just need basically two lines. Yes. You know? And that's kind of where I'm there, at. I, I won't say, but Jacob's been talking with somebody on the military side. They're tired of it as well. And they only want like two lines. <laughs> two and lines. some of them are even looking at like almost a modified German post yeah. because they don't want all that crap in their way and they're finding out that it blocks a hell of a lot more and there's there's a there's a stealth school of thought running around right now that says we're, we've learned enough with the Horus we don't want the Horus mm -hmm. and so it, it'll, well, it'll and take I understand time. that like looking at it you know more yeah. and more and like like I said I can explain it really well units that have their own budgets that they can go in and mm -hmm. are doing that are I don't know if it's oh. worth the 400 500 upcharge no, for me anymore it's totally not and um like I, I'm to a point where I could feel comfortable with when we first started this remember I was like man you need this you need mm -hmm. this and you're like 210 I don't need that shit and I think I'm to a point now where I'm just like, if I see a mill marker or a half mill marker, I can guesstimate You're everything done. else. You're you know, done. I can I, guesstimate. The, what I'm finding my problem is becoming my eyes changed and I can't see out of my right eye to save my life. And I just went and changed my computer, my monitor and a bunch of stuff. All my glasses now, prescription's wrong. They're all off and I can't see shit. Yeah. Because while well, they spent that time for you to get used to it, and, and, and then they got to change it out. Now I got to go yeah. in, and I'm due. I got to go in. I don't want to go back to the people that I originally went to, yeah. because I'm having such a hard time finding the focus now. Like, because I, I have progressives on, and I have to do this with my head where I'm bobbing my friggin' chin to try to find the sweet spot for everything. If I have a phone in my hand, I got to bob and find the sweet spot. If I got my dash on my car, I got to bob and find the sweet spot. If it's beyond the distance of the dash of the car, I got to bob and find the sweet spot. And each one is different. Mm -hmm. And so I have to go to just straight glasses now and I got to get it retuned because I'm having, like within the last week, I've really focused on like looking at my eyes. They're mm -hmm. fucked. Yeah. So I got to fix them. Well, you know, I wear glasses now too. And I'm like, I when I shoot, I take my glasses off because I think that the scope can compensate and better. I think it, for me it can because I'm farsighted. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't, it's hard for me to switch back from, you know, reading up close to looking at something And that's far where away. I run into is to see the turrets and to go back to see the reticle because mm -hmm. the distance might not be a problem. Although I did have an issue not wearing glasses at rifles only. I could not see the targets. I couldn't resolve them. Uh, I know where they are. Right. I can't see where my aim is on it. Got it. You know, so I'm like, I know it's there, but my reticle might be a tenth off of it because I can't resolve the edge clearly. I'm willing to bet that there's people that listen to this that have the same issues. Mm -hmm. So when you come up with a solution for yeah, it, I'm gonna you, just they're get probably going to want to know done. what it is. Yeah. yeah, my prescription needs to get done. But that's what I, I ran into a lot down at RO. All right, let's wrap this up and then we'll do it. That's a, it, man. That's all I want to catch up on. I think uh, this next episode, I really like and just kind of, well, we'll talk about just a little bit to kind of keep you hanging on. But um, I really, really liked the episodes that you had with George and Jacob down at Rifles Only. Yeah, those are fun. With the history, because our history is so rich. People getting into it, they don't really kind of know. They just know the the competition stuff in the last few years. They don't yeah. know precision rifle as it was and what it could, you know, we're, how we're, it well, developed. Well, we've done this all before. You there's know. been series. There's been this. There's mm -hmm. been that. 
we've done all of this in the past. And this, that, but well, that portion is- They do a better is, job now because of social media. Well, that portion is history repeating itself. I'm talking going way back. Way like, back, yeah. Way back and going, okay, well, how did it grow before that? And that's where those guys, they were, you know, they were throwing that stuff out there. Like, hey, you know, we were doing this, we were doing this, we were doing this. And the delivery of it, I think coming from the older guys in the community that, you know, the seasoned, mm-hmm. you know, veteran shooters of the precision rifle world coming from them. It meant a lot more to me listening to it. I was going, you know, you, you got you three old fucks in there just, you know, bah, 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 back and forth, which was a good time one, right. but two, um, bringing that history to it and three stating how it is and not, you know, and it being a yeah. business versus a, personal emotion that you bring to the table right right we yeah. all worked at it and just laugh i mean he, i was laughing you know and then we got to end this because this thing will stop pretty soon yeah. but uh like jacob you know fuck you leprechaun and it's yeah. like you know we laugh we, who cares yeah. you know it's all hey dude we ain't doing this we're we doing need that. more of that we need to bring that back yeah. let's talk about it next episode next one all right guys we're out of here you're the frank from sniper side go on to the forum we got a lot of this stuff out there in the forum um, and then Mike at Mile High, and you can contact him. Mike at MileHighShooting.com, 303-255-9999. Thank you, Sean. Peace out, guys. Later.